Welcome to the AFL podcast. We're doing video now, but we'll also have the audio for the regular podcast listeners. But we're trying to get this YouTube channel, you know, up and going. Today, I have with me Sinioki Crocodiles, defensive coordinator, Charlie Ove. Charlie, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you on, man. And we're going to get right into it after I hold on for one second, because I'm not sure if you can hear the trains in my background. Can you hear the trains? Uh, you're good. You're good. Okay. I keep forgetting this microphone is pretty good, so it doesn't catch all that stuff, but it, I can hear everything else. Right. So it gets me sometimes. So getting right right into you guys' team this season, it's been a great season for the Crocodiles, especially the defense. Uh, I would I would say – Without hesitation, that the senior crocodiles have the best defense in the Maple League this year. And if someone wants to fight me about it, come on, we can do it. I, I just, I wholeheartedly believe in that. So it's easy to say. Normally, I have to say something like one of, but I think it's pretty easy to say you guys have the best defense. And I agree. With that being said, so now that's a fact. We've made that a fact here on the show. You being the coordinator would be the ultimate authority on why that unit has played so well together. Could you tell me a few of the key components to your defense and what makes that group so special this season um, to, in my opinion, be one of the few teams that actually plays defense? Well, I think uh, the first thing that comes to mind is just how versatile the group is and at, at every layer, a D-line linebacker and defensive back. We have really, really versatile players and, that allows us to uh, kind of reinvent ourselves week to week where we need to, as and when we need to, um, you know, in order to defend the specific offense that we see, um, you know, and we're, we're really able to find the blend between playing plays that we're good at, which also defend the opponent effectively. Um, we're, we're lucky that we are very deep. Um, I think in every position we're loaded. Um, so it's really easy to call plays for this group of guys and, you know, they practice really hard, which makes everything a lot easier. Um, I, I don't think we should, I don't think you can forget how efficient our offense is and that helps us so much, whether that's time on the field, um, you know, they don't turn the ball over, uh, you know, they consistently put us in good positions to be successful as well. And, you know, we don't really play games where we have to, you know, we can only give up one touchdown. You know, we're, we are able to make mistakes defensively, which allows us to, plays and figure out you know what will work and what won't work in a specific game or a specific situation that's awesome you really you said that really well about the complimentary football so if we're if we're going to talk about this game coming up you know you guys are playing the butchers they have a very explosive very explosive offense with a lot of playmakers what kind of things do do you expect your defense to do to limit what the Porvu offense can do moving the ball up and down the field. Yeah. Well, I, I think you said it. I think these guys, maybe as much as any team in the league, embody the one play to score mindset. You know, any play can be a touchdown with them. And, you know, when we played them in, in week four, I think it was, was our first game. You know, it was true then. It was true when we played them again. And it's true now in the playoffs as well. Um, so, you know, like it's, and that's a DB issue more than any other group of guys, you know, the DBs have to be aware that it just takes one play to score. So they, they can't fall asleep at the wheel. They have to be, you know, switched on in every single play. 
and that is that is a very hard thing to do, especially at this level, um, especially with the caliber of opponent that we're facing. Um, you know, I am confident based on how we played in the last couple of games, especially in the last few times against the Butchers. You know, overall we don't give up a ton of like huge shot plays when when teams score against us. Normally, it's at the end of a twelve play drive where you know we just haven't been able to get off the field. Um, so you know, you said it; they're a really explosive offense, and you know we've got to really switch on and stay focused throughout and encourage them to score slowly rather than quickly. But um, yeah, you you said it really well there as well that you know you guys have to stay focused on this team. This is a team that wants to score quickly. And more more often than not, that's how they score. So I'm not sure if that's yeah. what they want, but that's what they do more than anything. And you guys, I mean, I think personally that you have the defense to force them to do some things, but we won't get too much into that. Let's get a let's get back to the actual like atmosphere of the game. You know, championship in Sinioki. You get to be Sinioki. I don't know if this is becoming the thing. I know last year we had Quopio Steelers in Quopio Championship. This year is in Sinioki. You guys are in championship. Uh, a couple years ago, LA Rams in LA, Tampa Bay Bucks in Tampa. I, I don't know if that's just how football is going in the world, but right. I, I do know that it's a, a great bonus to the game, right? Um, being able yeah. to be in your home city and be comfortable with the pregame stuff, you know, getting ready for the week practice schedule doesn't really change much. You're, I mean, even on the day of the game, you're at home. So there's a, a lot of familiarity that'll, that'll help you guys. But from your personal point of view, you know, you you live in Sinioki now, you've been around the team, you've been around the community and how they support your football. How do you think that that home field and crowd will like, contribute to this year's game and even event I would say because leading up to before and after it's more like an event how do you feel like it, it'll like contribute to it this year in Sinioki I, th I think it'll be a big part of it you know for the, I'm pretty sure for the last two years at least the Crocodiles have led the league in attendance and you know that mm -hmm. seems like kind of a wacky stat but it, it makes a huge difference at home um, this last week against the Royals there was almost 800 people um, you know, between our stand, the away stand and the hill, which is you know, it's a lot of noise. Um, and it's it's not just a really fun environment to play in and coach in, but I think it is quite oppressive for the opponent sometimes. Um, you know, luckily, Oma SP is a much bigger stadium than Wirrakit. So, you know, we can accommodate the the many thousands of fans who are going to travel and come and watch. Um, and I, you know, I hope that it's the exact same, you know, where it's a, it's a green, green stadium and, you know, we're able to, you know, like play a home game, essentially. Um, you know, it isn't sending off, like you say, and we have the advantage of, you know, not having to modify practice or, you know, our pregame routine or, you know, even bother with the travel so much. So I hope that the fans can take it one step further to making it a home game for us. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think um, I've only, I don't, I don't know if I've been to a Sinioki game. I've been to Sinioki. Yeah, I've been to a few games. Always love the atmosphere, but I haven't been to one at that stadium either. 
I think didn't mm-hmm. they play there a couple of years ago for a little while? Yeah, I've, I've been to the yeah. swamp. I've been to that one. I've been to a, the other field that they were at one year, but I've never been like in that stadium atmosphere. I think it'll be similar to what they have like in Boston when they play in that indoor stadium because it's a little bit more closed yeah. and the swamp where yeah. everything's open. You have the hill, things like that. But I'm I'm excited about the game. I don't know if everyone else is as excited as I am, but I haven't been to a Maple Bowl in two years. And that's just because they didn't look exciting beforehand to me. No offense to anyone who's played in the last two Maple Bowls, but I knew who the winner was going to be before both of them and had no reason to go see the winner when I knew what was going to happen. But this year, I'm excited. I think you guys and Portville Butchers deserve to be in the game. And I I think it's going to be one of the best we'll see in a long time. I think I've talked to someone earlier who said that it'll be the first time in almost 11 years that it's not the Roosters or the Steelers winning the Maple Bowl. That is a very long time to get a a new change. And um, might be the Crocodiles' first Maple Bowl win ever. There's a a lot on the line. I think it's a very exciting game, which leads me to, to my question to you. What do you think will make this game exciting for the football fans to watch here in Finland and, and why should they participate either come out to Sinioki or even watch it on Ruta? Well, I think, you know, I've, I've got to correct you. It will be the second Crocodiles win. They won in 2001. Oh, okay. Um, you got but, me. I, I did yeah. not know that. I, I know my history here, uh, but you know, cool. you're right. It's been a long, a long old time um, and it's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, we've got guys who who coach with us who are involved in like every element of the club who were on that 2001 championship team and you know they know you know they know what it's like and they know the kind of dedication that it takes so I think you know kind of for like the Serniaki fans I hope that you know those the fans want to come and see those guys get ring two I hope um I think it's a really good thing that it's kind of you know two smaller towns uh you mm-hmm. know competing and it's not I know Porvo is near Helsinki, but it's not, you know, like a, a big Helsinki team. Um, so I really like that it's, you know, like two smaller towns that are, you know, built on juniors um, that uh, are competing and slugging it out this year. Uh, the first the first game against Porvo, you know, was not not the best game to watch, but the second game was a really, really exciting game that came right down to it. And I'm sure that this third one will be just the same. And, you know, I hope it's not as close as that second game was, but, you know, it could be. Um, yeah, I think there's a whole a whole bunch of reasons why guys should come. Like you say, it's it's great to have a bit of kind of not changing of the guard, but a you know a new a, just a new champion. Like no matter who wins, there's going to be you know the the Maple Bowl will be with a new club for the first time in 11 years. You said, um, and I think yeah. that is worth supporting. That's awesome, man! And thank you for your time, Charlie. Appreciate you answering a couple of these questions and talking to me. And good luck to you on the Maple Bowl this weekend. Appreciate it. Thanks very much.